Welcome to the Wrestling Wrap-Up presented by the Anything But Credible Network, What's Your Bliss Podcast, and the Offended Podcast. It's your boy, Tricky, alongside Thomas from the What's Your Bliss Podcast. Thomas, how you doing? What up? I am doing great on this daylight savings morning <laughs> that both of us are having some different, I think, interactions with. So, <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was like 1.30 last night, <clears throat> and I had a couple friends over. Like we gotta go. I'm like, okay, see ya. And I'm gonna. I bought. I ended up buying 2K22 last night, nice. and hate saying that it's good. I hate it. <laughs> it's actually a lot of fun. I hate it. It's like totally oh, like man. an arcade game again. Damn it! But, I'm gonna have to get it now. Uh, yeah, it's fun. It's really smooth too. I'm like, god damn it! I was having so much fun with 19. I didn't want to buy anything else. <laughs> my universe well, mode went through like 30 years of that. Like. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was one thirty, and then all of a sudden it was like three o'clock out of nowhere. It's like, oh, that yeah. sucks. It was up yeah, to like five. <laughs> but as you can see behind me, Thomas came in. Yeah, it looks so good. It, it's oh, it's unreal. W title. It is yeah. sharp as shit. It's a lot bigger than the toy. <laughs> the, the, the little guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just keep walking around with it. And it I love it. Yeah, I, think it's I can't put it down. But uh, I was going to start the show off a little differently, but it got on Twitter like literally right before you jumped on and I just saw the news. Um, Scott Hall is on life support right now after suffering yeah, three man. heart attacks last night. Holy shit. Yeah. I, I just saw that um, like probably about 15 minutes before we jumped on too and figured we'd talk about it here. Uh, I mean, obviously, like all the good vibes that you know uh, we can send over to scott hall a guy who's tried his damnedest to get his life on track and uh you know just years of his body falling apart uh mm-hmm. and now continuing to do so uh, he was getting his hip replaced you know and then just had complications and uh oh man what a what a bummer and and what seems to be especially in the last you know 20 years or so just a genuinely good person yeah. who is who's just struggling really hard and uh Man, really, uh, thoughts and, and prayers and vibes and all of that stuff up for Scott Hall. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, man, I mean, three heart attacks. That's in one night. I mean, that's that's absolutely insane. Um, if you could pick real quick, what was what would be your favorite Scott Hall match? Oh man, it's really hard for me because uh, Scott Hall is. Uh, you know, I'm I'm really thinking back, and I, I think this is true. Um, I'm pretty sure it was either him or Luger, but I think it's him. I think Razor Ramon was my first favorite wrestler, um, <laughs> like growing up, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I just freaking loved him I, to the point that like, I had not actually seen him as a heel Razor Ramon, like the early 93 stuff. Um, <laughs> like, I, or at least I don't remember seeing him mm-hmm. in that. And so he was always like the coolest guy in the room, man. But, um, you know, if, if I had to pick it's, it's probably, um, the WrestleMania uh, 10 ladder match with him and Sean, um, which also solidified my love for Sean, uh, Sean Michaels. <laughs> um, 
but uh yeah I, I that one is probably the the one that sticks out to me i actually really enjoyed his tag team work in wcw um uh later work not the not the early stuff but um his stuff with um with nash specifically but um i i don't know he, he was always just such a presence and uh bigger than you would imagine him to be i think when he's because right. he was always around nash right mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's probably mine what about you tricky i mean that's the same wrestlemania 10 i mean how can you not pick that i mean that's one of the greatest wrestlemania matches of all time i mean it's great. I mean, he gets the win on that too. And that was supposed to be his big push. And then I know it got halted pretty quickly after that, after SummerSlam anyways. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's hard to not mention the NWO when you're talking about Scott Hall too. I mean, he's probably the, the one thing that changed the wrestling world. I mean, the NWO changed the game without the NWO coming around. It's almost, it makes you think like would the attitude era came around, would anything right. have come around? Would we be, would AEW be where it's at? I mean, that literally was the beginning of the changing of the guard of everything for yep. wrestling. Like, so Scott Hall, send our best wishes, best thoughts to you. Hopefully you can kick out, man, that's just, that's rough news. And then yeah, man, even suck even more bad news Friday night on SmackDown. Um, Big E suffering a broken neck. Um, I mean, Again, this is like a guy that he seems like he's not just a leader for WWE. He seems like he's a leader for all of professional oh. wrestling, that everybody loves this guy. Absolutely. Um, thank God he works out his upper body so much. <laughs> I mean, for real. Seriously. Seriously. Uh, yeah. It just gives me flashbacks to Lesnar doing that shooting star press. Like, just yep. hearing, I don't know if you saw like the. I think it was like a behind the scenes look at like WrestleMania 19. It, it was, I think it's like on the bonus disc of like WrestleMania 20, but it's like this whole behind the scenes thing where the wrestlers are completely like not in character at all. It's like one of the first times that they were completely real. And yeah. I remember Flair talking about the shooting star press. He's like, thank God that guy did all those like neck workouts and everything. So he's like, if that was me up there doing that, I would have been long gone. It's like, uh, so yeah. it's true though. Yeah. Um, but Big E, I mean, Second time Rich Holland's done this same move he did to Gargano last year. Yeah, yeah, he's had a couple of a uh, couple of rough ones, and mm-hmm. and I think you know I I saw what Taz said, and I, I kind of had said the same thing to you. Like it really just looked like there wasn't any finesse to it. Like it was no. just like him trying to power him up, and yeah. that is not the way you do that, right? Especially no. when you're flipping someone over you. Um, and you know whether that's him being green or 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 whatnot like I, you know i'm not gonna blame i'm not gonna put all the blame on him like right. he, you yeah. know I, I it's not like he was trying to hurt him um, no, he felt all. awful heard reports that he went and mm-hmm. saw him and, and all of those things and um but it it is you know it, i think it would make me if i was ridge it would make me rethink my move set it would make me think right. rethink kind of the um you know the, the thought behind some of the moves that i'm doing um but you know and it, it, it does suck and it it ruined what was potentially a, a wrestlemania uh match as well um it looked like biggie was you know kind of finding his groove back with the new day yep. again um it, whatever better or worse for like where he was at but um you know yeah it's it's tough and uh, i think he said what c1 and c6 uh vertebrae so. were what were cracked mm-hmm. and but nothing else, no damage to the spinal cord, no damage. Uh, yeah, I mean, really, um, what a, 
terrible terminology. What a lucky break, right? Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, it like he, it could have been a thousand times worse, as we know. And you know, just thinking about also that like um, extended family, so to speak, of particularly uh, the Hubers and um, Emilio mm. Sparks and and the people that are like obviously just lost John and um, uh, Brody and um, to to have them this happen like right uh, I just can't imagine what what that you know that close knit group is going through right now but right. Biggie looks to be on the mend but it's gonna be a while uh, that's yeah a, that's it's a gonna tough be injury. a long while that's yeah, a really tough injury but the I mean. Like you said, the no spinal cord damage. I mean, that's the biggest plus to me getting out of that, you know. Um, but I mean, that's just scary. It was really scary. Um, and the way like he just like just went stiff and you could tell he was knocked out like, yeah, oh, that's just yeah. scary all around. And it's just I mean, just haunting brings back haunting images of Stone Cold. I mean, totally. You hope it doesn't affect him like how it affected Stone Cold. Um we, I mean, technology with all like, you know, hospitals with their technology now is very much more advanced than it was back then. So hopefully, hopefully he can come back. Uh, hopefully he's, yeah. you know, it's not going to affect him long-term. Um, you know, and I, but, I saw a couple of people talking about like things like edge and it's like, yeah, that that's, mm, that's maybe yeah. a good comparison. And it was, it's been 10 years. Like it was 10 right. years for him to get back in the ring. We don't want that. We don't want no. 10 years, you know? God, no. Um, so uh, yeah, I agree. And like, who knows what that looks like but he said it himself like the best place he could have been was birmingham for that to happen right and, you know he was able to just jump right over there so that was good at least right um and also what the fuck they're changing pete dunn's name the butch butch or what do you, what do you pronounce his name butch yeah butch. <laughs> did you see john silver's tweet about it no what did he, he just, say he just said butch <laughs> <laughs> Just his budge, like just the same framing of budge. It was right. so funny. Yeah, I, I retweeted the video of like how Vince McMahon came up with the name, and it's just John Silver talking to him. Cole, okay, first off, budge. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. um, what are they thinking? I don't get it. I just I, don't get it. I don't know. I, I and I don't know. Like, I, I'm guessing. I mean, I'm guessing it's an ownership issue, right? But why? Why go so far the other way if right. that's the issue, right? just call him done do you like that's what you like to do anyway you you, you want to just do one names that's fine call him done call him pete i don't care right but butch I, right and you know I if they would know, just man. go by done they would spell it d-o-n-e because that's how vince is like oh, it's so much easier to remember that way <laughs> right for sure such good shit pal um I mean, I don't, I don't see how you're Pete Dunn and you see what's been happening over in AEW, particularly with Regal and, uh, and we'll get into this obviously, but, um, you know, guy that you also have this like history with and like, Oh, he gets to go and be himself and do all these things. And I get to be butch, (laughs) butch. It's like, it's so funny because it's like the whole joke of budge was like, they're ripping on WWE for the name changes and shit. And they literally changed somebody's name to Butch, Butch, yeah. Butch. I keep wanting to call him Budge, and I keep stopping myself. <laughs> Which I think through. is fine. I think yeah. it's fine. It's basically, <laughs> it Butch. doesn't matter. It's all yeah. the same thing. It is, and I do think uh, it's hilarious. If you saw his hat that Dunn was wearing, I guess he hasn't cut off his hair yet because the hat was like, <laughs> it looks just uh-huh, so stupid. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> You could tell, you know, he doesn't want to cut his hair. So he's just hiding it under that oh, yeah. fucking hat. Oh, yeah. But it just looks so dumb. 
It looks so good dumb. God. I, I don't I don't mind him being paired with them. I think yeah. like that could be a good like way to bring him up. But like, yeah. why do we make it so stupid? I just that's I don't understand. Um, we've talked about this before, but like the, the dumbing down of everything they do is just like right. it's insulting. It is. It's extremely insulting. What was the last like wrestler that just got called up that had a really bad name change too? Oh no, it was uh Walter Gunther. Jesus, yeah. Yeah, I saw a lot of Gunther versus Butch uh, memes uh, <laughs> floating around for sure. Yeah, just what are we doing? I mean, this is the build to WrestleMania. This is your build. But but Stone Cold can still cut a promo. That's all I got to say. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah, It's like, I'm definitely watching WrestleMania now, and I hate that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It should be the main event. I, it, it absolutely should be the main event. And... Um, you know, I, I don't know if they're going to I don't know if they're going to count a fall, so to speak. But um, mm. I do think it's going to be a lot different than it has been for his uh, appearances, like the way that he seems into it. And the way like right. I don't think it's just going to be them going down and beating up uh, uh, who is it? The uh, League of Nations. I don't think it's going to be that again. You know, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a fight. Um, so we'll see, man. Um, I'm skeptical. I have a weird feeling they're going to pull like rock and Wyatt family at that one WrestleMania. I am giving them a lot of credit, which I don't want to do. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to like shift that credit to Owens and, and Austin of like, right. I feel like they can figure something out together, mm-hmm. but you're right. It's a lot of credit to give uh, a, a, a place that's last, uh, that the rocks last match was seven <laughs> seconds with Eric Rowan. Right. So I guess you're right on that. <laughs> um, I did read a report that JR was saying that uh, Austin is not enthusiastic about doing this at all. But apparently, he's probably getting paid a pretty decent penny. So, I would imagine. Yeah, that's that Saudi Arabia money. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> moving on, let's go into Revolution. Uh, yeah. Holy hell, what a show! And as we talk about Revolution, uh, we will be discussing Dynamite in between with the corresponding matches. Um, this show was i think the best pay-per-view aew's ever done i mean from start to finish it did not stop it did not slow down one bit um all out still i think edges it i'm biased i was there so sure (laughs) and i think in in terms of importance it's obviously more important right like like there Mm -hmm. there's so many things that set the table and and things like that but it yeah i mean every match was a hit no no misses there no not at all um and I guess we have to give a shout out to Stout. Um, Stoutsy has been oh. the offended predictions champion for a full straight year now, and it makes me sick. I actually didn't even know. He texted me like right before I, like I went over to one of our buddy's house. On my way there, he goes, "Hey, did you bring my title? Because I've been champion for a year." I'm like, "Bullshit! No, you haven't. You won it at double or nothing." He goes, "No, I fact checked just for this comment." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, damn it! Damn! Like, damn! The full fucking year. That's I'm never gonna hear the end of that. No, ever. So no. it's, it's a long reign. Uh, we're we're getting into uh, Roman territory here. I oh think, uh, my! Unfortunately, God, I literally just got a notification on my phone from Stout, and all it says is "shut up" from on Twitter. He just <laughs> <laughs> perfect. I mean, literally perfect. one Tapped minute into the ago, live stream. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's insane. Get out of my brain, dude. Holy hell. All right. Let's start with, <laughs> oh my God, that's just freaky. 
Um, Chris Statlander, Layla Hirsch. I mean, it was a good match. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, yeah. Layla Hirsch picking up the victory. Uh, my son, I got this re- correct. You picked Statlander. Um, yeah. You and I tied, I realized. I saw that. Yeah. 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 And oh, man, Katie did True tag team fashion. <laughs> He did not, you know, well. the only thing I want to say about the, the Hirsch matches, uh, well, there's two things actually. The first is that, um, Hirsch and, and going into Dynamite, um, really quickly, uh, she's been in there with some good folks, uh, leading mm-hmm. her through and 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 learning from and 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 doing some good some good work with her and, and with Thunder Rosa on Dynamite. Um, I thought both matches were good and mm-hmm. um, like good showings for for Hirsch. Obviously, she won uh, Statlander and lost uh, with Thunder Rosa, but um, I thought it was good. The one thing, and I was kicking myself. Uh, because my wife actually brought this up. Um, I should have known that Hirsch was going to win. Like you can't just insult somebody uh, for being adopted and then go win the match. So I, that's my fault. <laughs> I should have known that. I should have thought about that ahead of time. She had to get the comeuppance, but uh, that's on me. That's on, that's on me. Um, my only gripe, my only thing with Statlander and Hirsch, and I feel like they could really benefit. What I really think they can benefit from is having a manager. Their promos yeah. just aren't up to scale. Yeah. Statlander, I think, needs a lot of work on her promos. But other than that, they're both great wrestlers. And I think if you pair them up with the with a good manager, I think you sky's the limit for them, honestly. Thank you. Um, right. Yeah. But good solid match. Long it seems like they're not the story's not done yet. And it looks like Red Velvet's now involved. So mm-hmm. we'll see where it goes from here. Um next we had Hook and QT Marshall. Hook is just awesome. It's like the best, man. So um, and you want to talk, we circle back to Rich Holland and the way that what I meant to bring this up earlier about his suplex is what Rich Holland's doing. And what you said about like Taz is that like, it's not about strength. It's about like the, you know, um, you know, the technique of the move mm-hmm. and yeah. hook does his suplexes to perfection. I mean, you can tell Taz is his dad, like, yeah, holy totally. shit, the way he pops his hips to make sure mm-hmm. that he fully rotates and he's not just like throwing these guys. Like, I mean, I, he's like legit fucking throwing them. I mean, yeah, he's good. Yeah. Hook is, I'm still standing by. Hook's going to be TNT champion by the end of the year. I think you're 100% right. And to your point, like, this is a guy with judo and wrestling background, amateur wrestling mm-hmm. background. And as someone who did both of those things, I can tell you, like, like I'm not the biggest guy. I'm not the strongest guy, but I can throw almost anybody if we, if we get in there because. Uh, because of technique but that's all it right. is and that's all they teach you especially in judo is right. it's all technique and so um it, yeah it's uh I, I remember one time like um my grandmother was like <laughs> she was like standing in, in the um in the kitchen and i was like hey i want to try this on you <laughs> uh, and my grandma was like there's no way you can lift me and i was like oh just just watch and uh I didn't throw my grandmother. Let me be very clear, but I did pick her up and I was like, it's really just technique. Like there's no strength mm-hmm. involved in this. And um, yeah, to your point, like the comparison, I mean, there is no comparison hook hook knows what he's doing and has clearly done the work and is, is uh, and he's a friggin' joy to watch, man. He's fun. Mm-hmm. Right. And on those suplexes, it's like when you watch rich Holland do it, he doesn't pop the hips and he doesn't, no move his so like when you do it you're supposed to pop your hips and your toes are supposed to kind of go up mm-hmm. yep. to where you're pushing up a little more yep. rich holland does not pop his hips or push his feet up and it's just no. like dude if, if he just did that i feel like he would yeah. actually execute the move pretty well and it like, would look good because he's he looks great yeah so 
like let him look powerful, but he, yeah, he's got to get out of his own way there. Right. And I've said um, that you said uh, that you could... uh, Oh, sorry. I was just going to say a note on QT. Like he, he doesn't do anything for me, but he is good. I got to give him his, his credit. Like he, he's good at his job. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, he's doing, he does a great job. And he is, to me, he reminds me of like a local wrestling coach. That's like what he reminds me of. It's like every time I look at him, it's like that's all I can see. Cause I was like, he looks like my coach when I was in training, like basically. Yeah, that's and, fair. Um, but I mean, he's he's just there. I mean, he's good for what he does. And he's obviously a phenomenal trainer. I mean, look at oh, all totally. these wrestlers. Like, yeah, him and Cody have done a great job like training these guys. But um, definitely. What was I going to say? I, I didn't realize that Hook was a judo guy. Yeah, I mean, uh, at, at least I'm imagining. I feel like Taz has talked about it, but Taz has talked about his own judo background. But I'm positive that when he was talking, like I used to listen to Taz's podcast um, mm. a lot, and I'm pretty sure when he was talking about his son, he would talk about him being in judo as well. Um, but I could, I, I could have just been placing uh, Taz's judo background on there. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that he was talking about that. Like I, I feel like he was even in like some some pretty high profile like tournaments and stuff. Damn. But. It's we were joking around on Saturday night and we're like, or Sunday night and we were like, what what if like Hook when he finally first speaks he just has the highest pitched voice like ever <laughs> and it just too. ruins everything so like yeah hey guys I'm Hook <laughs> I thought that too that's so funny yeah he just has Tom Holland's high school voice right it's just gonna right. match yeah. perfectly right that's that's, be good. that's nothing. <laughs> Um, but then, uh, to finish out the buy-in, this, by the way, this buy-in felt like it was giving me Sunday night heat vibes. I mean, this mm-hmm. was like, everything mattered. Like you had bigger names before the show started. Like I remember watching old WWE pay-per-views back in the day and like the rock and the Austin would come out before the show even started just to hype up the pay-per-view to get you to buy the pay-per-view. It was like, yep. this is what the buy-ins and the pre-shows were meant to do. And the WWE just turned it into nothing because they didn't need to do it because they had the network. But, um, but AEW's done the buy-in perfectly. This was the best buy-in I think I've ever seen. Don Callis coming out and cutting that promo. It's like, man, I forgot how much I miss this asshole. Like he's right? so good. Yeah. Modern day Bobby yeah. the Brain Heenan. I, I'm I'm 100 with you on the buy-in. Like, uh, it just like, and it goes to show just how how deep that roster really is. And I'll talk about that a little bit later, but mm. um, it's, it, it's crazy. Like, and, and it felt like you could have done rampage a rampage with those three matches. And it would have been like the best rampage of all time. Like, right. It was, mm. it was that good. Yeah, it was really good. And Don Callis, what he's like, it's your, it's your guys's fault. Why Kenny's hurt, why he's so hurt. One more five-star match, one more five-star match. And stout looked at me and he just goes, eh, he's not wrong. We want more. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's fair. It's true. <laughs> and then the main event buy-in was the House of Black versus um I'm gonna draw on a blank. Oh um uh Pack the, and uh yes. Pentagon and uh Breadbeard, right? Uh, yes. Breadbeard was the other one. Yeah. That that match should have been on the paper. I mean pay-per-view, I so. but it was so good. And I love that I can just yeah. go on YouTube and watch it whenever I want now, too. Yeah, totally, totally. Their entrance um, together was insane. That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. That entrance oh. was amazing. Yeah. Um, Buddy Murphy, or God, that's going to take so long to get used to. Buddy Matthews, I mean, 
he just i love that they're still continuing the story from wwe like they're yeah. not they're so good at that right and they don't they're not insulting your intelligence like it's just it just looks good everything is just connecting and AEW is just man they're just hitting a stride that they i feel like they were hitting pre-covid like they were mm-hmm. getting to that point of just getting into like this launching into the stratosphere of just taking over wrestling altogether and i feel like they're about to be there again so yeah um but this match what do you think of this match because i thought this was one of the best matches of the night i thought it was great um i i actually was like i I was like you i was i was sitting there thinking oh i really wish that that match would have been on the main card only just just for like the the prestige so to speak but it was the main event of the buy-in like you said you can watch it anytime um it's already got a ton of views like like it really was it was so good um everyone looked like really crisp and really fresh. Um, it did, you know, I really loved seeing uh, Redbeard in there, but it made me miss, you know, Phoenix a lot. Like it, it yeah. did like, um, because I think that that would have been even obviously like would have upped the ante a little bit more, but mm-hmm. I, I thought Redbeard held his own and, you know, she got to show good. off some moves, show off his power um, uh, and, uh, and fit in like really well with like everybody's aesthetic and <laughs> kind of right. what was going on there. Yeah. Um, the other thing it made me do and, and dynamite actually did this too. And, on that note what a brilliant like it's a little thing but to but to bring out another match and say well this is because the the title match didn't go as long as it was allotted for so now we have time for another match just a beautiful piece of booking and just like Mm -hmm. so smart and so good um and then the 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 pack match is what brought out the only thing that i'll say is like i really do miss like seeing pack in that like upper echelon of folks just because he's yeah. he's just so good and I, I, would, I would love to see him just get in with with some of those folks again um but other than that uh yeah a really a really well-worked match um buddy looks like a billion bucks man i i that dude is like he's another level i can't wait to see him and kenny yeah everybody's just getting ready to say that holy shit (laughs) yeah great match the knees in that match is gonna be just fucking wild um but yeah what you said about redbeard i mean it's like he showed flashes of how good he actually is in wwe especially like the last run with the bludgeon brothers and with brian um yeah for sure like that street fight against New Day on that SmackDown before I think Rowan was the yeah. one that got hurt, wasn't he? Yeah. But that match, I mean, that that's one of the best SmackDown matches I think I've ever seen was the Blood and Brothers yeah. and New Day. Um, For sure. But he, he looked good. And I was like, we were sitting there I'm like, who's going to take the pin in this match? And all three of us watching this, we felt so dumb. Like, oh, obviously Redbeard was going to take the pin. He's not signed. Like, duh. Yeah. yeah. It protects everybody else. And it was smart. And like what you said about the add in the pack in um, Wheeler Yuta match on Dynamite, it was something that like WCW, I think, used to do all the time. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, we can add another match. It's obviously they didn't just add it. And it's all kayfabe. Right. But yeah. it like what you said, it worked. It's so beautiful in how they did it because it adds just a sense of realism into the show, too. Totally. Yeah, so that was great. Well said. That was great. Yeah. Um, on to the main show. First match of the night. Holy shit. I think this is... If we can rank these matches, I think looking at this list, this might be my number one, honestly, for the night. I fell in love with this match. I thought the storytelling was spot on. Um, Chris Jericho, Eddie Kingston, I thought Chris Jericho, I thought that was his best match in AEW by far. Yeah, It's like he has aged backwards like 10 years. 
It's amazing. It's yeah. really amazing. Um, it, it yeah. Well, well, what? what oh, right. <laughs> right. Um, what? What? Uh, what do you think did it for you? Like in terms of like that being like the the match of the night for you? For me, I think it's so. It, I think it's Kingston because every yeah. time Kingston steps foot in the ring, especially when I was at All Out, his match against Miro, he just brings this energy into yeah. the show and he gets the crowd fucking going. Like, it doesn't matter what spot of the card he's on. If the crowd's dead, the crowd comes back to life when he comes out because he just brings out this energy of like, I'm going to fuck you up, like, right. whether you like it or not. And it's like, oh, here we go. And... Dude, I mean, to start off the match, he hits him with that suplex. Jericho landed on his head. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was like, here we go. Is Jericho going to get be hurt? But it seemed like that was all part of the plan. And right. Jericho, I mean, he was getting chopped pretty good in that match, too. And Jericho totally gave him a fucking receipt on the eye. Like, that uh -huh. one palm. Oh, my uh -huh. God. I think that's why I liked it, though, because they were literally, they were, they was stiff. It was great. Um, Eddie finally getting that big rub there and yep. yeah but it's just also the catalyst for jericho turning heel and there's nobody better and i don't think there's anybody better than heel chris jericho i mean no it's the best still yeah still to this day absolutely yeah. and every heel version he's been is different and right. that's like that's one of the keys to it and we, we've talked about his longevity with that and in, in any way but you're 100 right and kingston like that energy like you can feel it um it's it, and he's one of those guys that uh the old adage like if you don't want to be if you if you're not last you want to be first right and he's the guy that always brings that energy and and just makes everything it, it's it's so fun to see because he makes everything important like every single thing that he does has meaning and purpose and and he's someone that everyone can get behind like it yeah. doesn't matter like what your flavor of wrestling is or what your flavor of of personality is like he can do almost anything um and if he if he can't like if he's not doing like the super high flashy stuff like he's so real that it just draws you in yeah. and you go this this is a guy I can get behind like i you know i i'd love to see a slow burn of him just like rising through the ranks and eventually getting to the tippy top like i'm not supposed to be here which is kind of his whole thing anyway right and you know, you know I, I said this about uh christian last week the whole like uh we're in the we're in the cherry on top section but honestly like everything for kingston is cherry on top yeah. if, you, if you listen to him mm -hmm. like he's like this this is just he's just having fun and he's living his life and uh yeah yeah that, that match was really good and as you said was then a catalyst to dynamite and um you know the the lack of respect in that match leading to the show of respect on dynamite which led to just a great turn and and beat down of of kingston and uh santana and ortiz by uh the jericho appreciation society that's what they're called right jazz uh, <laughs> jazz yeah um and man what a what a fun group that's gonna be no um, doubt 2.0 and and uh, garcia up on up on a, a pedestal there which is which is where they belong Oh, I'm so excited. 2.0, they're, they're one of my favorite tag teams. They've been one of my favorite tag teams for a while now. And meeting, I think I talked, I told you about, I think we talked yeah. about meeting them and everything. And yeah, I'm just so happy for them because I was listening to their podcast. They're really good friends with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They all grew up oh, yeah, together. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. They all went to the same high school together, which I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that either. That's cool. Yeah. And um, it's just cool to see these two guys like stick together. And apparently when they were signed by WWE um, Vince loved uh, Jeff Parker more than Matt mm. Lee. And 
he only won to sign Jeff Parker and Jeff Parker's like, I'm not signing unless he's with me. Like he's my tag team partner. And I think yeah. that's just, to me, that speaks volumes of the type of person that he really is. And it makes me like them even more, honestly. It's like, no, totally. I'm not doing it without my brother. Like, I just think yeah. it's awesome. That's um, so cool. And getting, oh my God, I cannot wait for the comedy bits with 2.0 and Jericho. It, they're going to yep. be gold. Like, yep. people are finally going to see how funny 2.0 really are. Like, for sure. Yeah, I'm so excited for this. And my jaw dropped when Jericho turned on santana ortiz and at first i was like why is he being so weird when he did like the yes when kingston came out i'm like oh he's being like weirdly like over like, the top like yeah. yeah and it made sense it's like okay he was purposely acting like that and i love the people that hate the name the jericho appreciation society you're like oh my god like get it over with i'm like it's perfect you're supposed yeah. to hate it like yeah. he's a narcissist like you're and if you to. saw especially like you heard the last what three weeks or so of his promos that's when he started dubbed himself the influencer mm -hmm. he's now added the that's entertainment um he filed for a trademark on sports entertainment like this is I a guy that. who yeah it's amazing <laughs> um like this is a guy like he's building he's been building this character like ever since the like santa santana and ortiz stuff started and like it's been very clear that he thinks super highly of himself so why wouldn't mm -hmm. he have his own appreciation right. society absolutely I love that the gimmick is basically turning into fuck you WWE, like influencer, sports entertainer. Like it's sure. totally, he's totally trying to be the WWE gimmick heel on oh, yeah. Dynamite just to fuck with everybody. And it, he's yep. brilliant, man. Like he is brilliant. He just reinvented himself again. Mm -hmm. This dude is insane. Like the creativity on this guy is insane. If something doesn't work, he jumps right into a different thing. He doesn't like dwell on it or push it too long. Yeah. But I will say Inner Circle 2.0 would have been the perfect name. Sure. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, um, yeah. But I'm excited. I'm really excited for this feud, honestly. But like what you said with Kingston, I want to see him as a world champion one day. I really yeah. do. I think it would be great. Me too. Uh, next up is the AEW World Tag Team uh, Championship Match, Jurassic Express. I almost said Lucha Bros. Young Bucks and Red Dragon. Um, I take back what I said. This is my number one match of the night. This was <laughs> definitely my number one. And then Kingston yeah. and Jericho's too. But this, I mean, you can't go wrong with the Bucks are always just going to put on just stellar matches. Then you add yeah. Red Dragon into the mix. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy in this match. Some of the moves that he was pulling off. I mean, I like jumped up out of my seat Sunday night watching it. Yeah. The shooting star press, like with him like i don't know you have to rotate on that so quickly to get that executed and then he did um what do you do did he do another shooting star press or no it was like a like a one eight or no i forget what it's called it, it was but, almost like a phoenix splash but it was like kind of like a half <laughs> that's yeah. the only way i could describe it yeah yeah and then he jumped right into like a german suplex like yep. that yeah. was one of the smoothest transitions into like another move i've ever seen it's like Man, I thought Chad Gable's O'Connor role was great. And then you yeah. see that. And it's like, all right, never mind. Right. But yeah. What's your thoughts on this match? 
oh man what a match um and i like so i i was listening to this is actually i asked you uh offline this week if you listen to any podcast because i was listening to a podcast who was talking about this match and they were talking about how they don't like the like two people in the ring and you can tag like the other team in and i was like mm-hmm. I, I understand like the thought process but like, like for me that's like one of my favorite like I, I just think there's so much technique to that and so much strategy mm-hmm. um that i actually really like matches that flow that way right. um and aw is pretty loose with their rules anyway so it's like you know it's right. gonna, like create like a bunch of chaos and, and and everything but um but that was actually one of the things i really liked about the match i also felt like it it did what it needed to do which is continued the tensions between red dragon and, and the young bucks but like you were saying like I, I don't know it's it's not like we didn't see good matches of course we did from um from red dragon when they were undisputed era but it is different, and mm-hmm. and the people that are in there are are different than the people that they were working there, and it's noticeable, and it's noticeable in just like the cohesiveness yep. and the crispness again of like what they're doing. It it was man, it was such a fun match, and and I said this a couple of weeks ago, but it's just so good to see the young bucks in there and just doing their thing. They haven't missed a step. They're just they're just going, you know, balls mm-hmm. to the wall. Um, like you said, uh, I put the, the biggest thing I put from this match in all caps in my notes was I'm ready for that jungle boy singles run. Like right. I just like, he's been, like, this has been, we talked about it. It's been a little bit of a lackluster title, um, like a uh, tag title run, mm-hmm. but this match I think really helped. I think this week helped. And I think next week will help, um, kind of push some of that, but I'm also ready for just jungle boy to be the guy. Like he yeah. just looks so good. And every time he just gets so much better and um he's i look forward like he's the he's one of the guys that i look forward to like the most every week yeah oh dude i mean every it's like it's kind of like um who was i even say it's kind of like kingston it's like every time you see jungle boy walk out to ring you know you're in for something special because he's just that good and on dynamite i thought the acclaimed were totally going to win the tag titles i too totally thought they were and yeah. I was like, it's ready. We're t- it's time. Let's give them the titles. And then it didn't happen. But that, what was that move that they pulled off? It was like a, he like turned into like some kind of driver. Like, I don't even know, but I was like, holy shit, they're going to win the titles. Yeah. That when they hit that, I was like, it's done. I, I yeah. didn't see anyone there. I didn't see, like, I was like, it, it's over. We're, we're in the end game here. And I was so right. shocked. And like, it was like, it was one of those Kota Ibushi kickouts, man. It was 2.99. Right. Like it was like right at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was an amazing, amazing uh, move and, and a great match. Man, what, what, a, what a good match that the acclaimed had. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Bowens is, man, Bowens could have a singles run and just tear the house down. I, so I mean, yeah, I, I'm excited for that guy's future. But Max Caster, I mean, Max Caster is just such a good promo guy. I mean, he's not the greatest in the ring, but he's he's getting better. He's better than he's what he solid, was last though. year. Yeah, yeah he is. Um, but it, man, his promo, his promo game is just great. I want to yeah. see him and Jericho more together, like just talking shit. Oh yeah, but for sure. Who do you think takes the tag titles off of Jurassic Express? Because I think it's happening soon. I, I think it's going to be Red Dragon. I do too. Like I, I feel like they're building that, and I, it just feels like that's the that feels like the the strongest. And I actually think it's more. It's going to be one of those things that maybe Young Bucks get another shot and they don't mm-hmm. win, and then Red Dragon does win, and you kind of again continue that like downward spiral for them. But um, I do think it's going to be Red Dragon. Yeah, I do too. I was thinking if it's not Red Dragon, I could see 2.0 winning it honestly, and then starting a feud with yeah. um, Santana Ortiz. Totally. That's 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 a that's a really good point too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. 2.0. I'd be, I'd be into that. Yeah, def. Oh my god, yeah. And 2.0 just getting thrusted into the Jericho uh, group and everything. I mean, now they're like legit contenders for. Be, I mean, they're le- just legit contenders for the tag titles now. Totally. They're now, yeah. They're now going to be featured on everything. Like, yep. So, yep. tag. AEW just gets it, man. I mean, the tag division in AEW is out of this world insane. I mean, it's the best. I think that's the best thing in AEW is the tag team. I, I agree. And I'm I'm a tag team. Uh, like, that's my thing, man. Like, that's mm-hmm. like, I love tag team wrestling. I always have. And and to see them not just it's not just that they do it better than WWE, because, which wasn't hard for a very long time, right. um, but it's that they they feature it. They yeah. they they tell you it is as important as everything else that goes on yep. on their show, and that's one thing they do. They everything's important. There's there's yeah. nothing that that doesn't serve a purpose, and yeah, and tag teams really benefit from that. Oh, without a doubt. And what's like what AEW has done so good is like what you said. That's just featured, and you know it matters. AEW could legit have a mid card tag team title. Like oh yeah, and they could actually build a whole show around it. Like. Yep. They they have done that good of a job at building this division. And I hope when Ring of Honor comes around, I think Ring of, did Ring of Honor had a trio style? They do, yeah. I would love for that to be integrated with AEW. I mean, you have so Me many too. stables that where it could work. Um I imagine one, Kenny wants that too. Like he's big into that. So Oh yeah. I think it'd be great. I mean, there's so many things you could do with it. Like it's just I love it. I love that idea. But yeah, that was a phenomenal, phenomenal match. Uh, next up on the card was the it was the ladder match, face of the revolution ladder match. Keith Lee, Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Orange Cassidy, Ethan Page, and Christian Cage. Holy hell, Orange Cassidy stole the show in this match. Wow, yeah. I mean, that was some of the most unique shit I've ever seen in a ladder match. Yeah, uh, we talked like right after he did the uh, the. Um, kind of backflip onto the ladder um, while they were holding it. And I was just like, right, that's what you yeah. do, man. That's what he brings to it. It's all innovation. It's all like intelligence. And like, he's not going to, that's the whole thing. He's not going to work harder than he needs to, right? right. Like, that's kind of his whole gimmick. And he showed it there. And it doesn't mean that he doesn't work hard because he busted his ass off in that match. Yeah, he did. Um, but man, it was so good. And um, obviously loved Wardlow getting uh, getting the uh, brass ring there. And, um, right. you know, and it set up a chain of, of events that I think we're going to see uh, uh, at least start to see kind of the rolling down the hill at St. Patrick's Day Slam. Yep. Um, uh, we'll talk about the uh, TNT title in a minute. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I I don't imagine Wardlow wins that match. And I think it's because of MJF week. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think MJF is going to take the title shot away from him. And I think MJF is going to be in the match instead. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, Cause it's like in his contract and he's not going to be able to do this, this, that blah, blah, blah. Right. But I mean, <laughs> I, I think the St. Patrick's day slam is going to be a hell of a show in story. Yeah. Storytelling wise. Um, yeah. But also in this match, um, was he gonna say? Oh, I said Ethan Page. My bad. I put Ethan Page or Christian Cage. I'm reading off. Yeah, I'm reading off the sheet there. from yeah. last week. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, it threw yeah. me off. I was like Christian sitting here. I'm like, I don't think he was in the match. But, <laughs> um, I mean, these spots that they were doing, and hopefully Orange Cassidy can get better soon. Um, 
so it's funny i thought he hit his head but he i guess he broke his wrist like coming down i mean he smacked that ramp pretty fucking hard yeah uh, yeah, um, I thought I thought head, I thought clavicle, and then mm-hmm. to, to only be a wrist again, uh, lucky break. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, but he, you know, and he was still out there with the crew this week and still doing his thing. So the only thing I was like, ah, oh, man, he can't put his hand in his pocket. I felt bad for him. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Kid, he's got to get you got to get a sling with a pocket. That's what right. he needs. <laughs> that would actually be so funny. There's a camera inside the sling, and you'd see it just go slide in a pocket. Like <laughs> that's what that's what we need. Oh, please let that happen. AEW. We're putting that out there. Um, Hobbs, man, Hobbs just, he's just, he's getting so dude, good, man. He's yes, so he is. Good. Yes, he uh, is. Uh, Hobbs is, you got to push that guy to the moon, man. Like he yeah. is your next big guy to push. Um, yeah. And I love Ricky Starks, but man, he just needs to slow down just a little bit, just yeah. a little bit. Cause there's just yeah. some parts where he's just like, dude, you're going way too fast you could tell it yeah. you don't know if it's like nervousness or if it's right. just he's just amped up to be out there yeah. but it's just like there's so many times where it's like jesus christ starks like calm down like yeah yeah i i completely agree with that assessment and especially in this match i thought it was like really apparent i think when he's like you know in in there especially with a veteran like i like i didn't see that in the jay lethal match you know what i mean right. but i mm-hmm. but i do think like when he's like yeah, he's getting his his uh, getting his shit in, as uh, as our old friend Cage would say. Um, <laughs> not our friend. Um, <laughs> you know, I think that he, um, yeah, he really does, and and I think it doesn't, uh, yeah, it doesn't always allow for like the flow of the match, even though that match was chaotic already. Like mm-hmm. the the type of people that you had in that match are also like very methodical in the way that they work, and it, it, yeah, it did feel like slightly out of place, but he, you know, and he, but he also continues to just get better and. Um, the only thing I really love them to, to like really elevate that FTW title. Like, I feel like they, they, they go in spurts sometimes right. of like, this is important. And then it's not. And, and this is, this is a title and it's not, and not saying that they don't think it is. I think that they always think it is, but I think it is hard when it's like, it is not defended in the same way that the TNT title is right. or, or that the AEW title is. Right. I totally agree with that. And it's like, I wish they would use rampage more as like, totally. that's, use that title as like that shows world title like, like almost that. in a way like without calling it the world title you know, yeah so well it's the same way that uh danielson wanted to use the ic title on smackdown when he won it uh back yeah. at 31 mm-hmm. I-, I think that's how you do it absolutely definitely 100 um warlow winning was the right move and i love that they that he takes out hobbs and keith lee like throws him off the stage i'm like that's yep. smart to get him out of the match and like there it is that's how he wins like yep um it makes me and wonder what a promo though, he cut on dynamite too. No doubt. He's just the, the white bread baby face. That's like WWE wants so bad. And AEW yep. just hit it. The nail right on the head. It's like, we got it. Like yep. he's our, he's literally reminds me so much of Batista. This, Oh yeah. This few reminds me of Batista and triple H so much. Like, yeah, totally. And has even started like, um, sorry, I cut you off. I think you were going to say, no, you're you good. said it made me, you said it made me think, and then I cut you off. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, just now. Yeah, it was, it was right before <laughs> I, I said, look at that promo from, from Wardlow, but I think maybe it was about Keith Lee. Maybe it was about Hobbs. I don't know. I don't know where you're going with it, but <laughs> sorry. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. No, dude, I cut people off so much. And then I'm like five seconds afterwards. I'm like, man, my ADD sucks, but <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> Uh, that's why we that's why we do podcasts but uh but uh orange cassidy it makes me think that 
Wardlow was supposed to give out more power bombs and with Orange Cassidy getting injured, it's like yeah. it got cut to what I think he did like two or three. But yeah. and Starks like, holding yeah. on to the Sonic ring for too long. I'm like, dude, like go. Like, fuck. Yeah. You could Wardlow was like, come on, like drop. <laughs> like, no, I thought he was gonna pull it down. <laughs> I was like, right. oh, no, this is <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Wardlow winning was the right call. Um, I feel like that was the one match that I just felt so stupid that I didn't pick Wardlow. I was just like, God damn it. I'm just looking at my no, list But right I now. do think like there was uh, there legitimately any, we talked about this, any of those people could have won that match. Yeah. And you would have been like, okay, that makes sense. And especially yep. with where the TNT title went, like anyone in that match could have won that match. So yep. yeah. What I really love that they did in the match is just a small little thing that they did. It just me and Stout looked at each other like, thank you. This makes sense. Was Starks and Hobbs shaking hands and just racing up the ladder and not even like punching each other. They just were racing up to like get yep. the first one because they don't want to turn on each other. I'm like, thank you. WWE, so they, they don't have to hate each other. Like yeah. it makes sense. They want to work together. Right. So I just really liked that a lot. That's just a no, little, I totally agree. Little cherry on top, basically. Um, yeah, great match. We'll see where that goes. Um, next, we had was the dog collar match next? No, I think it was the um, Jade Cargill and oh yeah, uh, yeah. Ty Conti. Yeah. So, match. my dumbass, when Jade Cargill came out, I was like, "What Mortal Kombat character is she dressed up as?" <laughs> God damn it! That's so funny. That's so funny. It literally, <laughs> I swear to God. So the Blues game was at 11.30 in the morning yesterday. Yeah. I had the Blues game on one TV and I turned on Revolution on the other TV and my family came over to watch the game. Um, I was like looking over at the TV and there's the Jay Cargill match and I'm like, she's fucking Jade, you idiot. Like, good God. It literally took me a full week to realize that she's Jade Cargill is Jade from Mortal Jade. Kombat. That's like, that's duh. amazing. Truly amazing. I, I just feel Holy so stupid. Cow. Yeah, well, it's all right. <laughs> like, but man, she she looked. Oh boy, I, the match was good. And yeah, the match was great. Probably again, Jade's best match. Like, I just mm-hmm. keeps climbing. Like, just keeps doing well. And um, I thought with my, I thought we, I, I didn't think going in we'd have a switch. But man, when uh, when Anna got involved, I was like, oh, are we going here? Right. Like, I really right. I had to question myself there. Right, and it's just AEW just such a good does such a good job of giving off the vibe of anything can happen. Anybody can win. And that's why we felt that way during the ladder match. So we felt that way during the tag team match. And that's why we felt that way during this match and personal opinion. I thought this match was better than the women's world championship match. I, I thought, I thought these two yeah. were like going out there to prove a point that they're, you know, they can go and that they're yep. good. I mean, I cannot wait to see how good Jade Cargill is going to be in like a year. Like Gosh, if she's this yeah. good now. It's insane. And she's getting trained yeah. by Danielson and Omega. I mean, right. Yeah. Guy's the limit. She, oh man, she is. She's so good. She's so strong. She looks like, uh, you know, like, like nothing we've ever seen before. Truly. Right. Um, uh, she's fantastic. Here's here. I'm going to go on a quick soapbox here. Um, <laughs> and it will be quick, but because Wardlow and then Jade were the two in the last two matches, you know, I keep saying, I keep seeing things from people, especially like WWE loyalists. That'll be like, Oh, we got to get Wardlow and Jade Cargill and WWE. And they're going to, they they'll, uh, you know, completely revolutionize things and they'll be used. Right. And blah, blah, blah. First of all, absolutely not. That's definitely not going to happen. Um, 
first that like those two don't want to be in WWE and they no. can see what the issue is over there and, and how they'd be treated. And I don't think you can give, especially Jade, I don't think you can give her an amount of money where she'd be like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Um, right. especially at this point in her life. Um, second, AEW tells you every, every week that every person and every match matters. Um, sorry, I wrote this out because I was so angry when I saw this. <laughs> um, it tells you that every person in every single match mattered, especially with in, in Revolution. There were 12 matches total on Revolution with mm-hmm. 40 wrestlers competing. And of those 40, I would argue 35 of them have been presented as true stars. And all of them have credibility and story. You want people to leave that for WWE? Right. Butch? You want people to leave that for Butch? <laughs> Butch? I mean, it's crazy to me. It's it's like what you said about Butch earlier. I'm just, I'm just kind of calling him Butch. I love it. It's sticking. It. Um, but it's like what you said about him earlier. It's like, what are you thinking of resigning when you see what's happening to all these people? There's no creative freedom over there, number one. And number two, AEW is making stars out of, like you said, everybody matters. And it's like... Yep. Um, Every single story has, or every single match has a story behind it. Everything is like, this is why this is happening. This is why this is happening. This is why this guy gives this guy dirty looks on the side when this other guy's wrestling. Like little yeah. things all make sense. And it's, it's just, it's so great because it's wrestling. I've said this for years. Wrestling is not a hard show to write. It's not a hard show to book. You literally, all you have to do is listen to your fans, listen to the audience. What do they want? Most of the time, if not 90% of the time, they're correct. And the yep. show ends up getting, if the crowd's just that much more invested in it, the show's going to be that much better because the hot crowd always makes for a better show, in my opinion. Absolutely. Um, but man, Jade Cargill, Ty Conti tore the house down. And when Jade wins the world title, it's going to be a long title reign. Like she ain't losing yep. that thing. And I think honestly, you might build that show around her. Like she might yeah. be the main focus point of dynamite when she does that. Like yep. they are building her to be a mega star. And I love Jay Cargill. Cause she's literally doing this for fun. Like she's a multimillionaire self-made multimillionaire has her own brand. I didn't realize that she was married or has, or maybe engaged to is it Brandon, is it Brandon Phillips. Yeah. But I think she is married. Um, I could be wrong, but, but, uh, uh, if she if she's not married, that engagement ring is is the biggest engagement ring I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> right, it's insane. Yeah, um, but just yeah, I just I have so much respect for her. She's one of the hardest working, not just women. She's one of the hardest working people I think in the entertainment business. In the yep, absolutely. Right now, that's what I was like, going to say. In the industry, for yeah. sure. And I think the Rock is the Rock has even like tweeted at her mm-hmm. a few times now and been like, yep. "Keep kicking ass." It's just like yep. I mean. To get that praise from The Rock is that's just that's awesome. So, yeah, AEW struck gold with her, like absolutely a thousand percent. That bitch show, without a doubt, all for Jade Cargill. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, moving on, dog collar match, CM Punk, MJF, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic match. A good ending to this feud that that also leaves the door open for a part three if we want it down the road, which yep. could be for the AEW world title. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you save it for that personally. Yep. Um, but Punk's music coming off at first and then MJF walking. I'm like, this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> God, I hate this guy. Yeah. I love him at the same time. He's so good. Uh, yeah. And then Punk coming out to that 
his ring of honor afi song um mm -hmm. i got goosebumps for that i was like holy shit no yeah. way he's coming out to this and i'm like he better yeah. be wearing those white shorts and sure as shit he was all right uh <laughs> Um, I was just saying that the, um, obviously the ROH callbacks were, were throughout this feud. There was, a, there was so much callback to history. Um, it, it felt obviously it was the right thing to do. Uh, we're not going to get into the mess that, you know, everybody, Oh, I don't know what this is. Blah, 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 blah. Um, oh, I was going to get into it. <laughs> but, oh, well, please, then, by all means. But what I want to say is like, if you didn't, again, if you don't know that, then, then look it up. Like, it's not that hard. Right. There have been things that I didn't see there. There are gaps in, in my watching. I think you and I talked about this before. I missed half of Stone Cold Steve Austin's run the first time right. because I was grounded from watching wrestling. <laughs> so like there are gaps that I have and I'll go back and I'll just do the work and I don't put it on Twitter, like using Twitter, like it's Google um, right. to try to figure things out so uh, but yeah i thought the callbacks were this is my match of the night um it was not my match of the night going in but it uh it, yeah the, the whole thing i'm a sucker for story as as uh listeners probably know by now um and i just thought it was perfectly executed and, and a brutal match but also again one with like extreme purpose and set up so many things down the road right definitely 100 percent. it set up so many things and but on the entrance um man it's just that guy that tweeted at punk and punk calling him like use your brain or whatever people got so mad at him and it's like you it's like shut the fuck up like punk doesn't just go out of his way to say something ignorant to somebody else no. like for nothing there's always a reason behind it and sure shit punk was like you guys should go look at his few of his tweets that were in my mentions and sure shit the guy was a prick like yep he got what he deserved. And then all of a sudden, then everybody just shut up after that. And it was never heard from again, but it's like, what drives me nuts. And this happened like when AEW first started too, when they would really use being the elite as like a part of storytelling and people were like, well, not everybody watches being the elite. And it's like some of the stuff that they're adding in, they're adding in as like an Easter egg. And it's like, you're getting rewarded yeah. for watching exactly. everything basically. And exactly. it turns it back into this. It's like, like I saw a tweet. This tweet drove me insane. And it's by like a person that's like pretty like well respected, like in wrestling. Like he's a pretty big like wrestling journalist. I forget who it is, who it was, but it made me so angry that he's the way he were this. Like Tony Khan needs to realize that not everybody has seen everything from like Ring of Honor back in the day. And I'm just like, that's it was such uh, it was bullshit. Lambert, right? It was Lambert from Fightful, right? Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, what are you talking about? It's like, it's like saying, and I think I tweeted this. That's like saying, if you're watching Endgame and Iron Man says, I am Iron Man. And exactly. it's like, it's a callback to the very first Iron Man. It's called fucking storytelling. Like, yep. that's all it is. This feud has been filled with Easter eggs from Ring of Honor. So why not finish it out with the biggest one? Like, Absolutely. and it's just like what you said, though. Just Google it. It's not that hard. It's like, oh, okay. And it's just adds another element to storytelling and it adds another thing to this amazing feud that we got. But instead, wrestling fans just have to find something to bitch about when there's no need to bitch at all. And exactly. drove me fucking bonkers. But the match itself, Punk totally just reopened the same cut from Wednesday. Dude was bleeding. I mean, how much blood do you think he's lost in the past week? 
I mean, I would say that they maybe should have had a collection going around. Right. He probably could have saved like five lives at this point. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, it, it's a lot, man. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, he's been he's been bleeding literal buckets. Yeah. And then uh, seeing there's two parts I was cracking up at. MJF, when he couldn't figure out the chain when he was going in between the ropes, like he was so confused. Yeah. And you could see Punk was like, he had his arm on the ropes up, yeah. and he's like going... And you see his other hand like motioning like under that one, over uh-huh. that one, under like he's trying to help him. But then you could totally see him biting his lip from keeping uh-huh. from laughing. And then the other thing that made me crack up was when MJF went under the ring. I'm like, oh, he's blading. He's getting color. And then sure as shit. It's like, that was so obvious, MJF. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. <laughs> but which is like, it is like, yeah, it's on MJF. It's also on the cameras too of like, mm-hmm. hey, maybe we shoot a different side, right? Like it's, right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is minor thing, but yeah, it is. Right. It's funny to, to kind of catch those things. It, it, those oh, are sure. different types of Easter eggs, but they're, they're there too. Yeah. Yep. And um, uh, I think your, your, your comparison to Marvel is so apt. And, and I'll tell you, like I was a big comics fan growing up. So the things that they put in from the comics into Marvel are right. like our Easter eggs for me. My mm-hmm. wife didn't read any of the comics. She loves the movies just as much as I do. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, that does not take away from her enjoyment to like, and if she has a question or if I like go, oh, look at that. Like, we just talk about it. That's it. Right. That's the end. Yeah, that's that's all it is. And and you just get, it's, like it said, you just get rewarded for it. It's like, oh, you, yeah. oh, I remember that. And it's like, um, I, f- I forget what Marvel show it was, but the guy from Ant-Man and the Wasp, when they, Ant-Man teaches him the card trick. And it's such a subtle oh, thing yeah. in the show yeah. where he does the card trick that he got taught yeah. by Ant-Man. It's like. That's like the ring of honor. That's like literally the promos like MJF was bringing up and referencing and everything like just so good. Exactly. Um, and MJF's his cells. This is why I compare him to flair because his cells are, they're funny and they're believable at the same time yeah. and him taking the GTS and then him just falling backwards into the thumbtacks. His face was fucking priceless. Uh-huh. Him just screaming, um, it's just a good match. It was a great way and to end that He just took that extra millisecond, that extra mm-hmm. millisecond of a wait so that the crowd could be like, he's going to fall on the thumbtacks. Like, yep. Perfection. Yep. And then uh, Wardlow coming down the ring. I was like, here it is. But I love the subtle turn because subtle. I feel yep. like he's sli- he still hasn't really turned. Even with the promo he cut, I yeah. still am like, that's why I think MJF is totally going to be like, you're still under contract with me, motherfucker like yep you still work uh, for me i think it's a great idea yeah mm-hmm. and it's like now their feud's getting going and wardlow wardlow's face too when he realized oh i forgot it's in this pocket and just set it down for punk and i'm like that's brilliant and then punk getting the win so obviously mjf is going to move into a feud with wardlow which is going to be fantastic that's going to be so good mm-hmm. cm punk where does he go from here and i think i have an idea so on dynamite i pulled i was the whole time on the show while you were talking i was looking for this tweet because i forgot to like it and i found it because this is totally what i think is happening now on dynamite malachi black cut a promo saying the next rights will be written into the guilt of a man who thought he removed all the poison from his heart and that was on rampage friday night that's totally he's totally talking about punk absolutely for the YouTubers out there, if you can see it, they train together. So they do judo and oh, yeah. all this yep. shit, kickboxing together. Yeah. So 
if you think Punk was good with MJF, just wait until he has chemistry with Malachi Black, and you're gonna really right. see CM Punk still fucking has it. Like, uh huh. This, if that's really where we're going with this, it's gonna be an awesome feud. Absolutely, that sounds amazing. I didn't even put that together, but that that's awesome. Yeah, that yeah. that feels really great. Um, feels like he would fit in with any of those three guys that he, mm-hmm. you know, uh, might have to face in the House of Black. And um, yeah, I, uh, that that uh, man, that that got me excited. That's that's right? awesome. And yeah. because on Dynamite, Punk's promo was that CM Punk, you wanted that Punk back. Well, I did everything I could to get him out of the way. And he's like, I did everything I could to erase that. And they brought him back for one night. It's like, that CM Punk yeah. is dead. Long live CM Punk. And then Malachi right. cuts that. And I'm like, those two are totally, yeah, they're coming together. Like wow. great storytelling. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's just absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. This would be my third favorite match of the night by far i mean just so good and you could tell the crowd was getting worn out like there's like oh my god and it yeah sucks to suck but it didn't slow down (laughs) holy shit um let's see what was next was danielson or was it the women's match it was the women's match all right uh dr Britt baker dmd defending the title against thunder rosa i mean kind of went how i thought it was gonna go um with everybody interfering and Thunder Rosa getting a loss. Thought the match was compared to the other matches, it was okay. Nothing's fine. great, but yeah. I think they're saving it for the Steel Cage match that's happening on Dynamite this coming Wednesday. Yeah. So now I wish I would have really thought about the fact that San Antonio was where St. Patrick's Day Slam was happening right. and that it was so close to this uh this match. Because in my head, I was thinking. Uh, not that St. Patrick's Day Slam was a while away, but that her return to hometown was a while away. Thunder Rosa being meeting um, pronouns, pal. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so if I would have known that, I probably would have chosen uh, Dr. Britt Baker DMD, but I didn't because I was like, nope, it's Thunder Rosa's time. And I was wrong because Thunder Rosa's time is this week. Yep. Yep. I feel I was just that same thing. Felt dumb. I'm like, damn. If I just would have switched over to Wardlow and Britt Baker, I would be your world champion. God damn it. Um, yep. There was a point, there was almost a uh, side note. There was almost a point that it was almost a three-way tie between me, you, and Stout. And yeah. I was like, we're going to have to vacate the title and just do predictions for St. Patrick's Day Slam. Like, uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I think Thunder Rose is totally going to win. Nothing, not a whole lot to talk about this match. Um, yeah. It's kind of, we all knew what was going to happen with the interference from rebel and uh, Jamie hater and yep. you know, but Jamie hater, man, she can take a bump. Holy yep. shit. Especially yeah. when thunder Rosa does a cross body to like the outside. I've never mm-hmm. seen a wrestler jump up to catch them. That would just pushes the force even more to like to yeah. the mat. Like, yeah. Holy shit. That, that knocks yeah. the wind out of me just watching it. Like, right. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah, Thunder Rose has totally won the title. And how, what's your thoughts on the new women's title? I like it a lot. Um, I like it a lot too. The um, I think it was Lance Storm who posted that it was like if they just switched the the plates, the left and right plates, that it would look like the globe when you closed it. Um, but other than that, I thought it looked <laughs> awesome. I thought it looked really great. Yeah, I didn't it's, even it's really that. clean. It's really flashy. Like, uh, but like not flashy in like a like gaudy way. Like it's just right. like it looks so professional. I, I think it looks yep. great. I think it looks really good and makes me wonder because I know 
I'm almost certain that Cody Rhodes was the one that came up with the, the title design for the women's title, the, mm-hmm. the first one. And yep. it makes me wonder if Omega and Tony Khan were finally like, all right, he's out. Let's get a different title. In. It's ours now. This. Yeah. 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 Um, That's fair. That yeah. We'll see. And now I keep hearing that Cody Rhodes might actually be signing with WWE again. Who knows? Who knows, man? Where in the world is Cody Rhodes? That's uh, that's what we're dealing with now. Because yeah. Rollins doesn't have a match yet for Mania, yeah. does he? And it feels like it's made for that, right? Like yeah. that, that you can play on history there. You can play on a lot of stuff there. Um, and that feels like that's where we're going. But uh, I really want to come back to Ring of Honor. God damn it. I know, right? It's, that feels mm-hmm. like it's such a good fit now. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if he knew about that at all. No, I was just saying, like, I I don't know if if Cody knew about that. If if he if he did, then that surprises me even more that he would have left. Right. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. It's a weird it's a weird time. I'm also mm-hmm. like semi. I mean, he's a new dad, so I guess I get that part. But I I am a little surprised that he hasn't just like popped up randomly somewhere just to just to do something because that's right. just the kind of guy he is. But I think he's milking the whole, I think he's milking it. I think that he's purposely, if he's not signing with WWE, he's going to milk it till mania. And that's what I think. Or WWE being WWE, because why not just use him now? They're going to wait until the raw after mania and he's going to come back and it's going to be a giant thing. I got to tell you, if he doesn't debut by then and he's still going to WWE, what a misstep. No shit. If you, if like, like, Raw after Mania is like the bitter end of when you can debut him because if you debut him anytime after that, like it just doesn't mean as much. Like he's no, been gone now for a while and there have mm-hmm. been so many rumors out there. Like it like I, I don't want that for him, uh, you right. know, because he he's great. Um, but yeah, that the t- clock is ticking now. Yep. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um all right, where were we at? <laughs> Got sidetracked um, on the Cody Rhodes talk. Moxley and Danielson are yes. John Moxley, Brian Danielson. I mean, just the stiffest match of the night. I mean, it was just a real wrestling match, basically. They're just beating the shit out of each other. And um, literally watching that match in my head, I was like, man, like you could just tell, like, Regal has definitely had an impact on both these guys. Like, Regal is such a mix of. He's a great technical wrestler like Danielson yep. and just a great brawler like Moxley. Yep. I'm like, I literally yep. thought that. And then at the end of the match, I'm like, no fucking way. <laughs> it's amazing. So it was in that crowd pop. That it was just pure chaos in the, going on in the ring, just a brawl. And then the way Regal just storms out there, just all angry and smacks the shit out of both of them. What really pops me though is when he like rubbed his head on Moxley and got the blood like on him. Yeah. And I was like, that's he's a fucking badass man. Yeah. Man, he's old school, man. I, mm-hmm. I forget like Regal is one of those guys that I don't think he's anybody's favorite wrestler, but like you can see, like you said, the influence that he's had, not just on those two, but like on the industry now, because he's, he's been, you know, training for so long now he's, he is another one who's just like so crisp in the ring. I still love his match with Goldberg where he basically beat the shit out of Goldberg. And right. Oh my God, while. dude. He, um, <laughs> <laughs> like he does beat the shit thing. out of him in that match. <laughs> Um, but like, you know, he, he is so he, and he's so entertaining. Like that's like, he is, he's like genuinely entertaining person, both like funny Mm -hmm. and like, and like dramatic. Like he's, he's a good dramatic actor as well. Like he, he he really is great. And I love seeing them. I didn't, 
think they'd put the you know that three uh, together, but man, that's uh, now that they have it, I'm like, this is this is great. This um, is because awesome. It's not like Mox or or Brian need anyone to talk for them. Um, right. But it's it's just a little icing up there, and I, uh, oh man, it's so good. And I uh, we we've been talking and singing the praises of Jericho, but man, Mox looks amazing. Like yeah, every does. time he wrestles, every time he comes out, I'm like, God, he looks good. Um, yeah. Do you think he's the most over wrestler in the world right now? Mox? Yeah, for sure. I for think sure. so too. Yeah. I actually wouldn't yeah. mind if that title goes around his waist again. Like, yep. I think he deserves it and I think he's earned it. Um, I could listen to William Regal talk for hours, by the way. I mean, this dude yeah. is the Mufasa of wrestling. Like every time he speaks, yeah. I'm just like, I'm listening. You have my full undivided attention. And mm-hmm. when he tweeted, I was like, I was unprofessional in me. I love this. The re- I love that all the replies were like, dude, you can talk for hours, man. Like yeah. you earned it. That's like, I love like, that response. Just make, make it dark, just you talking the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and I think like wrestlers were even like, no, dude, the floor was yours. Like, yeah. and the floor is going to be yours even more now. And it's him just the way that he was talking and it was just so good it, him just i'm not long for this world and giving tony shivani shit and the way that he it was such a real promo there was so much emotion into that promo yeah. like he had so him much built a couple up. times i was like yeah oh man that got me i was like yeah yeah you're right it got me too man and right it's like god damn you regal yes like oh my <laughs> god and it just, it all makes sense and it's so good. And I wish, I wish like his body was just in a little better shape so we can get one more Regal match, but I just don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately, but he was, his knees don't look the great, the greatest anymore. And it's um, not like, I mean, he's, he's not like a, a, you know, a crazy advanced age, despite what he said, like he's only 53, right? Uh, which like feels so like thinking 20 years ago, we would be like, he's only 53. They're like, oh, his career's probably been done for 15 years. But like, now right. it's like, People come back all the time at you know in the fifties. Jericho's 50, 51, 52, something like that. Yeah, like, I think he's fifty one. Yeah, yeah, he looks great, man. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think. Uh, uh, and if there's any place for him to do it, obviously it's in AEW. He's shown that they can do that with our with the you know the, the elder statesmen, so to speak. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we'll. Uh, I'm not gonna hold my breath, but uh, I would be very much interested in it. Yeah, me too. Uh, it just makes me think how much I hated him. Like when he yeah. first came to WWE, when he had that clean buzz cut, I'm like, this guy's such a dork. Like, I hate this guy. But yeah. to WWE, I didn't even realize that at the time, they were totally holding him back and not letting him oh, wrestle yeah. the style that he was accustomed to. Okay. And um, and then you get to, unfortunately, his drug issues and alcoholism issues. They were finally giving him a, a pretty big push, and then he failed another drug test. I'm like, God damn it! Because that's when I really started getting behind him. Dude, like, I really liked push, his work. Yeah, he was amazing. I, I was like, this is a guy. I thought they were gonna take him up, like, like up to the top, because uh, he was the Intercontinental Champion. He, he mm-hmm. got King of the Ring, and I was like, mm-hmm. this is this is your guy. Like, he's on his way. I just remember him sitting in the throne after winning King of the Ring. And it's just like, damn, this looks perfect. He sat there just like a smug prick like a king he literally looked like a king and the rumor had it that he was supposed to beat cena for the title like three months later and they unfortunately failed the drug test yeah what could have been what could have been <laughs> but then we got the real man's man danielson on that i think it was just a main event or whatever but that was still one of the best ribs of all time so good 
is so good. I'm so excited to see where we're going from there. And this is a, a team that maybe they defeat uh, Jurassic Express for the titles. Sure. Yeah. I mean, who knows where I have no idea where they're going with this at all. And I yeah. love it. Same. Um, next, we have a match was supposed to be a cool down match to get you ready for the main event. Instead, it ended up being one of the best matches of the night and it just got the crowd fucking going again. I mean, this yep. match woke up the crowd and then sure. some, yep. um, but it was the AHFO versus Darby Allen sting and Sammy Guevara. And I am so happy they saved Jeff for dynamite. I was like, man, here he comes. And then, yeah. Um, just everything about this match. It just, it never stopped moving. It was a hundred miles an hour out of the gate and everybody looks like a million dollars in this match. It's fucking 62 year old sting jumping off the balcony through <laughs> tables. I mean, I watched it from the, did you see it from the fan angle? Like the fan? Yeah. I was just like, what if he slips? Like, like that's insane. A number of things could have gone wrong. And yeah, we know sting doesn't have the, like the, the greatest health history. So like, yeah, I, but man, uh, he just, he's just in it. He's just in it. And it, then again, it just shows you like, why are we, we just keep getting in performers way. And if we right. get out of their way and we let them have a say in, in what they do and, and, and honing their craft and not try to micromanage every piece of it, mm -hmm. like sting is doing, if not the best work of his career, the second best. Yeah. Like he's just owning it and he looks so good and just, you can clearly tell he's just having a blast out there and yeah um, and like you said everyone else in the match too i'd be just we all know that darby's out of his mind and um but man like uh cassidy looked good uh andrade always looks good um, right you know uh sammy looked good and um yeah just just such a fun match like you said it was not a cool down at all it was we need to prep you back up for for the main event because i right. was like man i was i was tired when oh, yeah, that match started too. and i was just like all right, like we got two more and I was really looking forward to, to the last match and I was looking forward to this match, but I didn't expect what we got. And then right. it woke me up too. And I was like, okay, let's, let's finish strong. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah. And it was so funny. Stout was like, why is this not on fucking Saturday? It's so late already. I, I just don't care. And then that match started, kept going. And he goes, this is fucking awesome, but fuck you, AEW. What's want to go to bed? Like it was just yeah. such, a, it was such a good match. And that Spanish. So what made me very nervous was the Spanish fly off the stage to the table, because I'm like, those tables are on the fucking, they're not on like a normal ramp. They're on the glass yeah. ramp because the screen's yeah. under. I'm like, that's going to slide out because they didn't really yeah. break. They just collapsed basically. Yep. yep. Sammy Guevara is insane. Yeah. Um, so yeah. they pick up the win Darby, <laughs> which I don't know why Matt Hardy I don't know what he was like thinking. I don't know if he thought he had more time, but like he looked like he was trying to like, I don't know if he was like trying to scoot over, but then he realized like it was too late. Darby's already in midair because right. only Darby's head like really connects on the coffin drop. But I mean, either yeah. way, it still looked great. Yeah. Um, it was just a great match. And I love that we're basically getting the Andrade family operation against the Hardys, Sting and Darby moving forward. But now you go to Dynamite, that all happens in the crowd chant for Jeff Hardy. Right when the music hit, I'm like, no fucking way. They got the old music? Yeah. Like, that blew my mind. Yeah. It was one of the things I noted, too. Like, like I, 
the only thing that they might like if they did no more words for him um obviously that that would have popped people too but mm. there's nothing like that original hardy boys music in ter- i mean we know we saw it at wrestlemania right like that yeah. was the same thing like you hit that music and it's just like bam and this yeah. one obviously everyone knew was coming um so you but still the got pop that pop still amazing yeah it was amazing the and uh, <laughs> jeff dancing though the- <laughs> like i get it and he's hyped like but like man you just take that extra beat like your brother's getting choked out in the rig Everyone's i love it asses kicked uh, it's just like but it's so it. jeff hardy it's so jeff to like just do that um and it wouldn't have hit the same if he didn't frankly right um i you know i always am interested in that that sting jeff hardy and and seeing how that uh, how that goes um obviously there was a lot of bad blood for for a long time from sting but you mm-hmm. know, it sounds like those things have, have cooled in, in recent years which is great um, yeah, yeah. The only thing about the, well, I, I didn't, it felt like a weird, uh, there was a couple things on Dynamite that felt a little weird to me. The first was this breakup, um, only because, not that the the breakup should have happened. We, we mm-hmm. knew it was coming. We're ready for it. Matt's promo wasn't the best. Um, and I don't know what it was. I'm sure he's just like super emotional. We saw that he was emotional as soon as Jeff right. got in the ring. And I think he was nervous. I'm sure that was part of it. But like, mm-hmm. it, it was just little like. It, it just felt a little disjointed to me. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the other side of that is that this was the third breakup angle that we had on the show. And that was, right. it was just, it just felt like overkill. Like we had, we had the, the, the inner circle issue at the beginning with Jericho appreciation society. And then like, randomly FTR and Tully, um, right. Splitting up, which felt it, very came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just one of those things like you could have saved that to Rampage or you could have saved it for next week's Dynamite because I think it made sense story-wise for Jericho Appreciation Society and AHFO to have their implosions. But then like when you also shoehorn the FTR one, it's just it's like, man, this is the third one we've seen in an hour. Right. It wasn't even the night. It was literally within the first hour. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that that's a little overkill. But other than that, I mean, they executed the Jeff's debut well and um, mm-hmm. looks great. He looks happy. That's all I yeah, care does. about. Yeah, Tony Khan was mashing the reset button on Wednesday night. Totally. Totally. Which I like, but at the same time, I do agree with you. It's like, you could have saved one of those things for next week or especially like the FTR thing. Like you could have done that yeah. on rampage. Like exactly. Yeah. And but, it makes and me that's wonder. A, that's a nitpick, but it, but it is, right. it was just like, it was just noticeable. You know what I mean? Right. And it makes me wonder maybe something's wrong with Tully health wise, that they didn't want him going out to the mm. ring or something. And they yeah. just wanted to get it out of the way, but that's fair. To me, I was kind of like, oh, then maybe they fired him and FTR's breaking. It kind of seemed like FTR turned face a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Which was threw me off. But now it's like, it's totally going to go manage MJF now that, that Wardlow's was, that was not a question. part of it. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm all for 100%. Totally. Um, do you bring in Flair now, now that everything's kind of cooled down? Do you redo the four horsemen now? We get Arn, Tully, Flair bring them all in with mjf maybe go get spears or whoever you want in that yeah um i don't know that's i'm just good call that's that was the first thing i thought of mike totally's gonna go with mjf now that's like yeah that was the first oh yeah thing. That, that that's definitely what i thought too um after like just thinking about it but i was just like yeah like i said it was just it was just more that it did feel like same for rampage i think it was it was a fine angle it was a very quick obviously it was like two minutes but right. um yeah so at double or nothing, we're totally getting the Hardys versus Darby and Sting, aren't we? Have to, right? Yeah. And I, my God, Sting, or excuse me, Darby and Jeff Hardy, finally. I mean, they're finally going to meet in the ring. And oh my 
God, that this is going to be, I'm going to be watching like this the whole time. I'm just going to be watching through my fingers. Like, cause you know, both of them are going to do some crazy, like, uh-huh. and I, we, if we don't get a cinematic match at the Hardy compound, I'm going to be pissed. That's yeah. all I want. Oh, yeah. We have to, those we four. have to at this point. Yeah. Um, so before we get into the main event, with Sammy, since we're on Sammy Guevara, main event of Dynamite was for the TNT Championship. And I don't know if we discussed, I don't think we discussed it on the last show that Scorp was wrestling for the TNT title because I told, actually totally forgot that was happening. Um, yeah. Sunday night, my buddy Bowman was like, I think Scorp's going to win Wednesday and he's going to be a transitional champion and lose it quickly at St. Patrick's Day Slam. I'm like, that could totally happen. And yeah. sure enough, Scorpio Sky win. I'm like, holy fuck, they finally let him win. And yeah, I was so happy. It I see Dynamite going two ways now. I see either MJF's gonna step in and win the title, or he's gonna just completely fuck over Wardlow. And then that's jump starts the rivalry. Yep. I mean, there's no Man. way Wardlow's walking out with the title. No. That is the thing I feel like most comfortable saying. I don't know how yep. we get there, but yeah, and and but Scorp, it was a great match, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, but Scorp looks so freaking good. And um, the only the only again minor nitpick, I wish that we could have because I think to your point, like I also didn't remember that Scorp was going to to go for the TNC title. And part of that is like they they haven't shown a lot of like his singles matches on dynamite most of them have been on the other shows and so right. i think like just having one of those or maybe the most recent one would have would have like propelled that a little bit but it's right. a minor nitpick he looked great um, i thought it was a well uh crafted um uh, finish and yep. and win um and i like getting conti and and page in there and having a little bit of a personal feud in there as well right and page van sant uh, all elite signing a contract. I think it's a two-year deal. I mean, good for yep. her. She's a good phenomenal athlete. I mean, yeah, she's great looking on top of it. So it's like yep. you get you double win and you got exactly. Ty Conti versus um her to start. I mean, yeah, let's go. I, I love it. Um, and I think that's great to to put uh Ty Conti in because not many people realize that she's a black belt in like Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu. Like Jiu -Jitsu. Yep. she could hold her own against Paige Van Sant. Like totally. this is perfect. To go at yep. each other. I think it's great. Absolutely. They're probably yeah. been trained together, honestly. I, that, that would make sense. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, Scorp winning. That's just awesome to see. Finally, finally getting the rub. Ethan Page was cracking me up when he was fake crying when when he won. Um, it's just nice to see them finally get like what's due because both of them are great. And mm -hmm. uh, I think it was leading to Cody versus... Cody and a partner versus them at yeah revolution. I think that's where it was going to go. And then when that deal fell through, they were just kind of like, what do we do with them? Floundering a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the future for Scorp. I'm, uh, unless he loses MJF on Wednesday night. Cause I, I'm still, <laughs> I still think that might happen. Right. Um, and also shout out before we get to the main event, shout out to Miro signing. You said it last week that you missed him. Well, you're going to see a lot more of them signing a long-term four-year yeah. deal with AEW. Love I love that too. That just goes to show you like he's, I think he might be the one to take the title off of Hangman. Okay. Yeah. I'm I, good I with think, that. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I really, I think he's going to get a monster like push when he comes back. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, main event, Adam Cole, Bebe versus Hangman Adam Page for the AEW world championship. 
I mean, I saw the street the other day. I'm going to steal it and say it on here. Hangman Adam Page has been through everything in AEW. He's been through all the toughest tests. He's been through a Texas death match. He's been through a ladder match. He's been the war with Brian Danielson, Kenny Omega, and now his toughest test yet, an NXT TakeOver main event. And it totally totally was an NXT TakeOver main event. And I love that they brought, that Adam Cole is able to bring that style into AEW because, I mean, those main events are always fun. They're always fun. Multiple false finishes. You don't know where it's going to go. Anything can happen. And that was what was great about NXT back in the day is that it seems like Triple H let guys like Cole, Gargano, Ciampa just kind of do whatever they want in the ring. And it was magic every time. Yeah. And this main event was fantastic. It was. It was great. Um, We've talked about matches that I think were better than this one uh, on Mm -hmm. on this card, but it's not like it was a a deep, like a a steep decline. I mean, we're talking about a match that was, that was really good and was honestly probably a little hampered by the fact that they did have 12 matches, but it was, um, man, it was good. And um, (sighs) rumors of Adam Cole's demise have been greatly exaggerated. Um, (laughs) Like people that talk about like how he hasn't been used all he's been is main event talent since, I was he, gonna say, since he showed up on AEW. He's main event the people like that say every that match. are nonsense. And I saw something from someone that I followed the other day who was like, uh, when, uh, when our old friend uh, Pete Butch Dunn uh, showed up, <laughs> he goes, all right, I am starting to believe that they wanted to make Adam Cole Keith Lee's manager. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. And they would have no, renamed uh, him. They would have renamed him Budge. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I, uh, though I will say, uh, I'm like secretly hoping that we get like Adam Cole just being like, uh, like, like walking Keith Lee out to the ring one day or being on commentary for uh, one of his matches and just like walking down there and, you know, still being like, role. he's such a bear cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but man, this was a good match, good false finishes, like you said. Um, mm-hmm. it, to me, it didn't feel like the, um, it didn't really feel uh, once the story started moving that we were going to see Adam Cole win, but I bought into the false finishes too. It's not something that I was like, uh, like it didn't distract me. It didn't take away. And man, that uh, we talked about Mox being the most over uh, most over person, uh, most over wrestler in the industry, the buckshot lariat might be the most over finish. Um, Yeah. I I mean, people come unglued for it. And it's uh, it's like them going unglued for a stunner. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, just a, just a great match and a, a great story and, and a continued story as they're, as they're pushing forward to St. Patrick's day slam and, um, mildly surprised that, uh, hangman chose the, uh, tag team champions to back him up. But I think it tells that story with dark order that's kind of been going on too. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's tons of interesting stuff and look, Adam Cole's still in that main event. So everyone can just shut up. <laughs> right. That's, I don't understand. I don't understand that logic at all of what, no. with that, with Adam Cole. Like he has literally been featured in every main story on AEW since he's debuted, like way more than anybody else has. And I I just, it blows my mind. And yeah, I love the tease of like, I'm going to use the young bucks, but without saying the young bucks. And I'm like the whole night of dynamite. I'm like, he's not going to pick the young bucks. He's teasing it. I just didn't think it was going to happen that quickly later that show. Basically him being like, I was talking about red dragon. Like, yeah, but totally we are totally getting set up for uh hangman rejoining with the bucks it mm-hmm. also unfortunately makes me wonder if kenny's going to be out a little longer than they expected yeah and they're jumping to this now and uh at the pay-per-view 
the match was great. It was a total, like what you were saying, false finishes. It was great storytelling. Um, I love the crowd chant, let's go, Adam. I was just so good, so smart. <laughs> this is yeah. Adam, like everything. <laughs> I was like, this is, I looked at Jim and I was like, these are the smartest chants I've ever heard. Like, these are yep. great. Yep. Um, but it was, uh, what was I going to say? It was during the match when he threw at Alex Reynolds. I was like, here we go. Here are the seeds being planted now for the Bucks to come sliding back in. And it makes me wonder because AEW does everything so differently. Mm-hmm. Is are they gonna turn? Are they gonna turn dark order healed? Or are they just gonna be like, we respect you, we'll see you down the road, like type of thing. Yeah. But on Dynamite, Reynolds was visibly pissed. Like, yeah, he's like, like uh-uh. Ready to fight. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just little things like that. That's the storytelling of like Reynolds is going back on not trusting Paige now. It's I feel like that's what we're getting to. And so at the pay-per-view when he came out wearing that vest with like the tassels on, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this he's just being Adam Page saying fuck you to Florida because he's wearing yeah. all the rainbow colors and everything right. for gay pride and everything. Yeah. Like yeah. it was awesome. And then <laughs> me not even thinking about it, watching being the elite, they were like, Hey guys, uh, was this yours? Like a security guy came in with the vest and the bucks are like, no, it's not mine. Why that be mine? They're like, oh. And then he turns around. It's like, oh, shit. He's wearing the Young Bucks tassels. That wasn't that nothing to do with Florida. It was actually for the Young Bucks. It's just right. little, little pieces yeah. of storytelling then added in again. And yeah, we're totally, he's totally rejoining the elite. And that crowd's going to go insane. I'm just sad, though, because I don't want the Bucks to be faces again. I want them to stay yeah. heels forever because they're just so goddamn entertaining as heels. They are. They really um, are. Yeah. Yeah, but they have then, the, they have the AJ Styles problem, right? Like mm-hmm. they're too flashy to be to be heels, and like right. even though I I also think AJ Styles is a better heel than he is a babyface. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but like it's just so hard for them to maintain because they're so excited <laughs> to right. watch. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then so throughout the match, I think I texted you. There was a cameraman at ringside for whatever reason. Yes. He was like covered from head to toe. And I'm like, that guy's a prop. And they never used his, they used his camera like once and it was never like centered correctly. I'm like, that guy has to be somebody. Like they're not cutting to his camera at all. And there's somebody took a picture of him, put up on Twitter. It looked like Omega's body. Yeah. Like, is that Kenny? Like, is he going to pop out? I don't know. It's just, eh, nothing happened. (laughs) It was just a cameraman. But there's a small piece of me that makes me think like, oh, they just called an audible and they didn't want to return them yet. Like, sure. Just me being a little kid again and keeping kayfabe alive. No, I, I think it's great. Yeah. But Adam Page retaining the title was the right move. You don't want to, WWE has just conditioned fans to just get everything so quickly without it making any sense. Yep. It's like, just let the story play out. Just see where it yep. goes. And, but yeah, it was good. Hangman. I do think it's going to lose the title relatively soon, though. And I do think it could be the Miro. I do see Miro getting that push when he comes back, getting that rub. Um, but like what you said, now just talking about it out loud, Red Dragon is totally beating Jurassic Express. They're keeping them together. That's the next feud. They're gonna, Young Bucks are going to be in the back corner a little bit, mm-hmm. but in a good way. Yeah. And that's where I think it's going. Nope, um, I, think you're, I think you're 100% right on that overall thoughts on AEW revolution 
Uh, I mean, it was it. We we said at the very beginning, but uh, it was one of, if not the best, uh, and most cohesive pay per view that they've ever put together. Um, mm-hmm. There was not the, you know, we've talked about like sometimes they don't stick the landing. They stuck the landing here in every match. Um, they uh, the stories were really well done, and I didn't expect Revolution necessarily to be a clean slate, but it, but they were showing like, hey, no, this is going to be a clean slate moving forward to Double or Nothing now mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of what they're doing. And um, so I think even taking Dynamite into account, like we also saw the end of a ton of feuds and 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 places where we were, and and I think that's exciting, and um, yep. it's exciting to look and see where we're going next. So for me, like it's top tier for sure. Like it's it's definitely up there. Um, and uh, I, I I had a blast. What about you? Oh, I loved it. I mean, it was a 10 out of 10 for me. Um, oh, and Swerve. Swerve Strickland Swerve. signing. Yeah. I mean, that's just awesome right there. And I forgot how good he was until I watched his match on Rampage. So I know, me too. I was I felt the exact same way. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, and, and it made me appreciate Tony Meese a lot more too. Um, yeah. And yeah, just just great. Just great. So I don't know if I ever talked to you about this before. Tony Meese, I can't get into his stuff. And I mean, no disrespect to him but he sounds just like the guy from short circuit. Like, and I can't not stop thinking about it. Every time he talks, he sounds just like him. And I'm like, yeah. damn it. I don't want to think that, but yeah. I do every time. But yeah, AEW revolution, 10 out of a 10. I mean, just a masterful pay-per-view. That's how you do yep. pay-per-views. That was totally worth the money. And then some agreed. Agreed. All right. So that basically about does it here. Let's hit him with the one, two, three finish and let's uh, wrap it up. Get on out of here. Well, we covered all of mine actually uh, somehow and <laughs> not somehow they're all big stories, but um, I'll, I'll just reiterate some of those. Um, the first one was Miro resigning. Um, we know my thoughts on Miro. I'm just, I'm just super pumped about that. And um, he still looks like he's in great shape and, and ready to go. Right. And uh, I'm excited to get him back. Um, obviously vibes out to Big E and uh, thankful that it wasn't something more serious. Um, he is so beloved by everyone in the industry, fans and uh, everyone that works in the industry alike. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe he'll stay out long enough that Goldberg will re-sign for one more match and we'll finally get Big E and Goldberg, but, uh, you know, we'll see. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I really just hope, you know, he has a... Honestly, I just I just hope that his quality of life doesn't go down because that was really brutal and uh, and just just hoping the best for him. Yep. Um, obviously, hoping to get back in the ring, but one thing at a time. Um, and then the last one is Scott Hall, and and uh, just really hoping that he he kicks out like you said earlier. And um, man, it'd be it'd be a real bummer uh, to to go down that path, and, and hopefully we don't have to. And hopefully, uh, you know, we're we're in a place where we're we're saving that life with uh, with that uh, with the procedures and and, and things and. Man, uh, yeah, I, I'm fumbling over my words because I, I, I'm, I'm still pretty shaken up by it, and, and I just really uh, hope Scott Hall uh, can can pull through. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, my number one, Scott Hall. I mean, send all the positive vibes and you know positive thoughts to him. Hopefully, he can kick out. And man, that just sucks, man. It's it sucks because it's like reminds me of Eddie too. It's just like he finally yeah. turns his life around and all this and all this shit just catches up with you, man. And yeah. You know, it's scary. Yeah, hopefully, he hopefully it he get ends up get, being okay. But I mean, that's some scary shit. Number two, uh, Biggie. Hopefully, he can, like you said, hopefully he's okay and doesn't. It's not long term effects on his career. It's a very scary situation. And luckily, there's no damage to the spinal cord though, so that's a 
an obvious that's a major major plus big win yeah and uh my number three let's see uh shout out to just stone cold steve austin i mean dude can still cut a promo i mean he sold that one minute promo that he cut i'm like well i'm fucking sold on wrestlemania now (laughs) right if i had to buy it i would buy it like but it's like you have to save that for the second night right you have to Unless it main events the first night, which I don't think it's going to. But no, I think they already said that it's going to be Ronda and Charlotte night one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yay! I'd rather watch a Bad Bunny match. Um, (sighs) Me too. Oh, that's that's what I have a gripe with. That was the one thing I wanted to bring up. How in WWE 2K22 is MJ is Machine Gun Kelly a playable character and not Bad Bunny? Makes no sense. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. They, They even shoehorned Logan Paul in there already. Right. Like, yeah. How do we do it? I hope it's like a, he's a surprise DLC. Apparently, there's like five DLC packs coming out. So, yeah, hopefully, it's like a lot. Like into July, I was like, oh man, yeah, that's they're really keeping up there. They're making uh, up for how bad twenty was. It was. It was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, shout out to uh, Katie, Katie, naked lady, and her family. Our grandma passed away this past mm-hmm. week, unfortunately. So sorry to hear that. Yeah. Shout out. Love to, and, shout out to Katie. Yeah. Love and, love and positive light. thoughts yeah. to her even though her picks from revolution were terrible. Um, <laughs> gotta, gotta throw in one dig in there. It wouldn't Absolutely. be me without Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you could follow, um, make sure to go to www.anythingbutcredible.com for all your network needs, including the what's your bliss podcast, the offended podcast, anything but credible podcast, going off top of podcast, spacing out and movie merge podcast and the wrestling wrap up all at anythingbutcredible.com. You can follow offended at offended pod on all social media platforms you can follow what's your bliss at your bliss pod on all social media platforms what's your bliss will be uh making its triumphant return at the beginning of april celebrating our uh year anniversary of being in the podcast space uh hoping to do a few new things uh, the format might shift a little bit and uh also hope to get all the boys on from uh anything but credible and have some some specific interviews with them but uh looking at getting that going like i said first uh, probably first week of april is when you'll see that uh nice. that first new episode out i can't it's been a year already i know that's that's so wild <laughs> and, um, and you can f- follow me at uh at thomas underscore ragland on all social media nice and you can follow me at trick 1042 and all social media as well uh you can follow the wrestling wrap-up on offended's page uh just by searching offended on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, subscribe, follow, give us a five-star rating, please. And on YouTube at Offended Pod as well. This will be on YouTube tomorrow as well. All right. What a week. I mean, what a week. and it's just like, I woke up this morning, I'm like, holy fuck, we're reading the Scott Hall news. I'm like, it never ends. It's like wrestling has just been crazy lately. It's been so absolutely sure, wild. Man. And we're, and we're still in the thick of it. We have WrestleMania, we have mm-hmm. double or nothing, like all within the next two months, like it's just going to keep churning. So, yeah. uh, Oh, and a uh, quick shout out to Vader and Sid for getting in the hall of fame. We've talked about my love for Sid. I am just so <laughs> freaking pumped. Love that guy. Get it, Sid. Let's play some softball together. Goldberg. No, just the <laughs> car is still one of my favorite things. This car is just smashed. What the hell? No. <laughs>
uh, love that oh, guy. So I just watched. I just rewatched uh, the uh, Survivor Series '96, uh, where he takes the title, and everyone's excited for him to take the title from Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was such a Sean Michaels fan at the time, still am, of course. But uh, watching it back, people love Sid, and he's just into it. He just plays the baby the whole time. Uh, right, it's so good. It is good. And uh, also shout out to Glory Pro going to the pageant here in April. Uh, Dante Martin, Monaro Suzuki, and Danhausen have been announced for that show. So that's a pretty big deal for St. Louis. Yeah. And first time at the pageant too, so I'm excited for that. Well, anyway, Thomas, as always, thank you. Uh, Thomas, I'm Tricky. This has been the wrestling wrap-up. We will see you guys when we see you. Bye. Peace.